Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer with the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes. <laughs> I'm Vern Value. And we are 25-year Wall Street veterans who have had to take on secret identities and go underground in order to provide you with our candid views on a handful of stocks out of each week's Value Line Investment Survey. You'd like our masks. You've seen our faces on TV. You've seen us quoted in the news, but our bosses would never allow our unfiltered views on the air, so we disguise our voices and they'll never know. This week, we look at the November 20th, 2009 edition of the Value Line uh, Investment Survey, uh, and I will be back at the back half of the show to talk about uh, three ideas that um, I've spent a little less time on this week than I was hoping to. Fair Isaac, CompuWare, and Microsoft, a name we've both done and seems to be in the ascension here. Uh, I'm also, uh, I've got a new section of the show this week, and it may never occur again, but we get all this email. I picked a couple emails, so I'm going to read about uh, Richard Goodnow, Joe Bracco, and uh, Dan Colella, who I've answered in emails because I try to answer emails. But I'm just going to read their questions, see if they like that. Maybe they'll write in or what have you. Um, and then I have a rant this week. So Val Is there going to be rant. any – are we going to talk stocks at any point? I am. I'm, okay. This is my introduction part, uh-huh. and I'm just telling the people they can fast-forward through your stocks. I'm going to have a rant. Um, later. Should I do it now or later? You want to finish this piece with the uh, emails? Oh, let me give the caveats. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Uh, that's not a guarantee. We have We're off to of a interest. wild start today. We may only. own these stocks or not own the stocks. Uh, so just bear in mind, uh, we may have a lot of conflicts of interest and may not have your best interests in mind, other than for entertainment. Um, also, check all our caveats at uh, thevalueguys.com, where there's also pictures of us and other information. In our masks. So with that, a lot of ado this week for Vern Value. Vern, I'm so excited to have you uh, going first this week. Well, thanks for yeah, that. Since away. I'm I'm likely to pass away. In right. The second You're not going to make it through the whole show. The second so half of the show. Might so. as well go first. Get so. my stock yeah. ideas in there for the record one last time. Well, you don't sound good, Vern. And in the, in the spirit of... Uh, Are you uh, sick? Because you don't sound... No. Sick. Yes. I'm very what? sick. I've been what, sick for what days. What do you have? What do you have? I don't know. Oh, jeez. But it makes me sound like Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> and... All right. But I'm going to do my best he, to uh, – uh, Was he a value guy? Or he was a hell of guy? a stock picker. He? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. Um, he and, and Lee Marvin, too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah. Outstanding Okay, guy. so as a throwback show, you probably are, uh, have seen this in recent years in pro football. Uh, teams have, like, throwback games, and, no. they, and they do it in baseball, too. They watch. wear uniforms from, like – you know, 20 or 30 or oh, 50 yeah. years ago or whatever. Of course. Yeah. It's kind of entertaining to see them in their, you know, those old and odd color combinations. Well, Is that what explains your uh, outfit tonight? Uh, partially, <laughs> yes. It, getting in the spirit yeah, no, of absolutely. the throwback show. Okay. Um, I've decided to do, as I used to always do religiously, I'm going to do my names in page number order, you know, in you know, to kind of harken back to when I developed the practice that uh, – uh, that you've continued today, you know, which I think is really special. And so, first name. Everything up, he just said is a lie. Page, so from page knows. number 2544. You're right. You're not doing that good a job of carrying it on. Uh, page number 2544. Company's Everything name is, a lie. is Everything. Easy Corp. Unless they pronounce it as Corp, but I think it's Easy Corp. And the symbol is EZPW. 
And uh, honestly, I'd never heard of this company before. Uh, they lend money through uh, 300 and we'll call it 425 uh, pawn shops and 475 uh, what they call easy money stores, which is where they do payday loans. Uh, so it's you know pawn loans and payday loans. Uh, company that's been uh, you know growing quite nicely in recent years. Uh, and I think, you know, I've got two investment themes here. But what okay. about the, the, the charge-offs, the non-paid, you know, bad loans? Uh, yeah, what about them? That's got to be a problem. Well, I, their operating margins uh, hit 19% last year and uh, uh, our forecast to be maintained there, uh, actually were maintained there in for two years Value lines forecasting margin expansion on top line growth. Yeah, but do they charge excessive rates because the Senate, the government's coming after? No, high, I don't think rates. they charge excessive no. rates. No, their their return on their return on capital is in the uh, mid teens, and that doesn't say excessive rates to me. Unless they have excessive costs. Hey, they've after been a, the, the company's revenues. been around for a long time. Value lines showing history back to 1993. And at that point in time, uh, they had $100 million in revenue. Today, it's $600 million in revenue. Uh, if they had $100 million in revenue in 1993, that means they were around for some time before that as well. So uh, mm. we'll assume that uh, the business model can struggle through the next year or two, uh, fueling their growth, international expansion, Mexico and Canada, although uh, my guess is that uh, – uh, you know uh, that uh, you know we've had more of that than we'll see in the future. Airlines forecasting a low double-digit growth rate for uh, well, 13% for uh, cash flow over the next several years. They have very little debt, and I have a six times EBITDA multiple, so I may share some of your concerns that the government might, uh, in some form, limit the return that they can get. Um, but I also think I'm in a good environment, and I think fear is my other theme here. I think the valuation looks attractive because of the perception that the economy has bottomed, and so the demand for their services has peaked. And I don't think that's accurate, especially because uh, I fear, and uh, uh, I don't mean this in, a, in an entertainment way, that uh, we're, you know, we're going to set a new standard for a jobless recovery as we go forward in the next couple of years, uh, you know, that's been a was a common refrain in the last two recessions. This time around, I think it's going to be worse, and it's going to be from a higher uh, level well, of unemployment. Well, there's a good reason for that, and that is when businesses make decisions, when free capitalists can make decisions about where to deploy their capital, all the burdens on labor in terms of health care costs, union, uh, you know, dues, et cetera, it, it's getting cheaper and cheaper to buy the machine to replace the worker, so that mix well, of or, inputs has been going on or, for a while. Or, you know, machines are expensive and can add to fixed cost. <clears throat> a lot of companies are simply moving that, as you know, capacity somewhere else in the world. Yeah, true. Uh, they now have, besides just lowest-cost country euphemism, which has been around for a few years, uh, now companies are talking about best-cost uh, countries, so... Uh, you know, nuances in the strategy of moving uh, your production capacity, your your supply, if it, if you will, your cost structure 
uh, overseas. Easy Corp, uh, consequently, I think fear demonstrated in a PE, you know, right around 10. Uh, it's trading uh, maybe eight times cash flow, uh, you know, free cash flow closer to 10 times. These are very attractive valuations. If the company has any incremental growth from here, I think they do. You should take a look at Easy Corp, Easy PW. Then advancing to the sequentially next higher page number, which was the exciting part of the, the process that I developed, um, I'm moving on to page number 2591. Company here is Intuit, symbol INTU. As uh, regular listeners know, I'm a big fan of an inventive or imaginative ticker symbol really right well this company's uh, this company has both both the ticker symbol and the company name the symbol is into yeah no great that's good right amazing the name of the company i can't believe it it. i can't believe it that's amazing okay thank you proves my point can you carry the show here for a second i could actually um fast forward if you want to miss the rest of Vern's talk about the ticker are you back i'm back now to talk about the stock okay i've got a twofold uh uh, investment thesis here as well. Interesting thing about Intuit, I've you know commonly looked at it, uh, hadn't looked close enough to realize that they've been a steady buyer of their own shares for seven years in a row now. The share base has gone down by more than twenty percent over that period of time. So here's a company who's not screwing around in terms of trying to deliver uh, uh, increased shareholder value, uh, and they've been growing. Uh, nevertheless, although I think the core business has run it as uh, the original business has uh, proven to be somewhat growth challenged, they've been able to come up with new ideas. They've also made some acquisitions. Uh, the big growth engine right now is TurboTax, uh, with fabulous product. If you haven't tried it, you should. Uh, relieved all my guilt of not feeling like I had done my tax return correctly. And there's value in that. That's 30% of the company. Do they do the tax return correctly? I think so. Their software told me that they did. A couple years ago, uh, one of the firms, H&R Block, got their own taxes wrong. and That got you in a little bit of credibility issue with their product. But I think it's the competitor to TurboTax is uh, the H&R Block. So uh, like a lot of software companies, they've got a uh, very high operating margin in this case ranging between 25 and 32% over the last several years. Uh, the return on capital, uh, very impressive for a business like this. Uh, it's the business model. I mean, I, the business model, the software business, should return very high return on capital, especially with a high operating margin, because assets shouldn't be that burdensome. But in this case, uh, or in a lot of cases, it doesn't seem to ever happen that way. And one of the reasons is that, uh, companies uh, squander a lot of acquisition capital, um, and that's uh, you know here into it is is allocating money for external growth, allocating capital to that. But they're uh, they're holding up very they well in terms look at of the return on capital. Schedule of their investment in software because uh, they could be accelerating it fast, which would help their returns. Um, and yet you got to come behind it with R&D. So it's a little different than a building a factory. No, of course. Uh, they have some, uh, they, you know, they're early in uh, growth and international. They have a healthcare product that's just getting started. Uh, their objective is 15 to 20% uh, growth over a five-year period of time. And uh, apparently uh, one of the issues for the stock recently had been the threat that 
that, you know, that Microsoft was going to come into their space. And I gather Microsoft has apparently relieved that concern somehow. Uh, and so this stock has really underperformed the market significantly uh, over the course of most of this year after being a strong performer last year. Um, I like the chances of a rebound here. Um, you know, look, what's my theme? Uh, it's, it's clear. Company. They're going to recover. No, it's clear that uh, health care and uh, uh, tax code are both going to get a lot more complicated. Uh, they have some very interesting developing small business products. Um, you know, there's a very interesting opportunity here for the uh, the company to build a new platform. Uh, so take a look at Intuit, I-N-T-U. I'm about out of time. I've got one more stock. It would be the highest it? page you number. You don't sound that good, Vern. i got to tell you. I'll make it you quick. okay? I'm fine. Yeah. I'm going to pass out in a minute. Okay. But well, do you have a brown paper bag I could borrow? I do. Sorry. Take a look at page 2593. This is Mantech International. The symbol is M-A-N-T. Uh, value line rates at a three, but is projecting total return of 12 to 24 percent uh, over a five-year period. Uh, the thing that got me is there's an accelerating growth story here with margin expansion, and the stock has gone down in the course of the last year. Consequently, it's underperformed dramatically. Looks like a great time to get into something. Uh, no, no debt. Uh, eight times EBITDA. Uh, I got a 20% discount to market on a PE basis. Operating margins stable over a number of years between 9 and 10%. Same thing with return on capital in like a 12 to 14% range. And Value Line even lines it up in their little write up. They say uh, they had 6% growth in the September quarter. They see 7 to 8 for the full year. In 2010, they're looking for 10%. Uh, funded backlog is up 32% sequentially, and the stock really has done nothing. So, um, I, you know, this is probably one where you got a, you know, a company seen as being in the bad sector uh, because it's uh, government spending, and so it comes down to big contracts. Well, that's where that backlog growth came from. They've been winning a lot of contracts recently. I think the government's going to be accounting for more and more. <laughs> A larger and larger share of total economic activity, and here's a way. Here's a way. You know, this companies they they do a lot of work uh, with the intelligence community and uh, other you know government agencies. Uh, so it's uh, uh, it's security architecture, it's uh, secure communications network, all right, uh, and that kind of thing. So yeah. M A N T. Okay, and with great. that, let's take a beverage break. Beverage break. Uh, which, if I just wish our <laughs> listeners could see what had been happening here in the last few minutes. It was I quite, had to get the ice. What can you, you do? I, <laughs> what do you have to say about me, who managed to carry on that throughout that? That was nice. That? Well, I was—I uh, almost fell over just carrying some ice over uh, here. Very, very or exciting. Or my, uh, my cabin again this week. Burns been coming over. It's nice. I can't. Uh, I don't have a car right now. This is not a shop. cabin. And. Uh, so I can't get over to your place. But in any case, Don't worry this, about is, it. Uh, this is Val Hughes. Happy to be here. And I've got uh, three good You're ideas this hospitable. week, or me- you know, medium ideas. Equipped. I've done a little less work than I was hoping. I guess I just should be saying that every week, you know, because I always hope to really dig into it. But then we're just using value lines, so I only know what's here on the page, really, unless I know something about it, which I sometimes do. But before I get to that, I have two yeah. things. We got the emails, right? Yeah, I want to get to two things. 
I guess I'll do the emails since I advertise that. I, I have a rant also. I'm trying, we're trying to do too much with the show. We should have taken uh, some of that way. out of my time. Yeah, ah, whatever. This can go on a little bit for some listeners, you know. Okay. I mean. But in any case, we um, – so uh, first, let me, let me just do the email. Maybe we should do this after the end of the uh, our time period in the carryover. Oh, and that's a good idea. Portion of the yeah, show. that's going to be after hours. That's a that great idea. Hours. Email after okay. hours. Okay, so rant. here's my rant. Yeah. Here's my rant. Rant me. Uh, this health care thing. Okay, I just want to summarize. It's going to wreck the economy. Okay. Now I know there's a lot of good things that they're talking about, and they mainly relate to helping the disadvantaged. And I agree, that's a worthy cause. The best way to help the disadvantaged is to build a system that grows more wealth per capita than any other system. And when the people came here a few hundred years ago because they were overtaxed, to come here to, uh, to freely build wealth by inventing things, doing things, working hard because you kept everything, there were no taxes here until 1917. And so that built uh, the, the great asset base that we have, and we've been milking ever since. In terms of the health care debate, uh, it, it's, it's really best said by a gentleman who is uh, uh, written an editorial in the Wall Street Journal today. I want to alert everyone to go to WSJ.com and read what the dean of the Harvard Medical School has to say about health care. Basically, the only way to improve the quality and the pricing in health care is to let the buyers, that's the consumers, that's us, make choices based on quality and the pricing, and we, we're completely not addressing that, and so that's a problem. And we, we aren't addressing any of the tort issues where the lawyers, who a uh, big reason why supply of certain categories of medical care are going down is because doctors are choosing to get uninvolved because the government is burdening them with costs, and courts are giving away big awards to problems that would normally happen as a result of probability. And guess what? When you cut back on the supply of doctors, folks, it's, it's economics. Well, the price, the price goes of up. doctors goes up. And then as you give free health care to a whole new group that may or may not even want it or need it, that's going to increase demand, which is going to force prices up more. So the dean of the Harvard Medical School, and I have an opinion that you know he shares, so I'd rather have him talk about it. You can go read it, read about it. Just Google up Harvard uh, Medical School Dean, um, Healthcare, Wall Street Journal, it'll pop up. But basically, uh, suggests the government needs to focus on fixing the problem of the buyer, not choosing on the basis of health care quality or price, and those are the very issues that need fixing, and it's, uh, it's a big problem. So, uh, And then for, for my own rant, I would simply say that if you take 20% of the economy and hand it over to people that don't care about profits, you may say that's good. Profits are evil. What if I, instead of I Well, saying, that's the same as saying yeah. productivity or efficiency. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Profits have been given an evil name. What if instead of profits I say... 15 to 20 percent of the economy will no longer be worrying about the efficient allocation of resources, uh, which if you want to do that successfully, profits would force you to focus on understanding exactly what consumers want and then have the discipline to provide it at exactly a cost that, and, that no one else can. And then if you have money left over, that's called the profit, which is really a license to stay in business because then 
That money goes to think of it as rent. Think of it as so. Rent. Uh, the, you know, if you take twenty percent of the economy and turn it over to people who don't care about that, then that no means matter that how much they care about helping. People. That means that you reduce the growth rate of the economy. If you take one percent of growth, so instead of three percent, we grow two percent. Go out thirty years, compound that. That means thirty years from now, the economy will be one third smaller. Than it would otherwise have been because of the misallocation of resources, and that's a giant, giant problem. So that's my rant. And that, by the way, is the answer to all of the people who challenge uh, these basic principles with questions like, "Well, who cares whether we grow at two or three percent?" I'll tell you who cares: your children. Yeah, your care. children, because if you have a third smaller economy thirty years from now. That means a third smaller house, a third smaller car, a third fewer trips, etc. Yeah, etc. So big problem. Okay, sorry about that. It's just it's something we should be passionate about as capitalists, and I think listeners on this show probably are. First up this week, CompuWare ticker CPWR page 2584, and uh, I am uh, just uh, going in page number order here uh, as an homage to. To Vern's lies. Okay, so um, why am I attracted to CompuCorp, CompuWare? I'm sorry, because I don't know anything about it. First of all, valuation. It's a 25% discount to the market PE. It says that on the top of the value line. I'm going to do an enterprise value to EBITDA calculation on value line and take the current market cap, add the debt, of which this company has none. I like that, and uh, subtract the cash. So that's a billion four EBITDA is, uh, in this case, $225 million. It's 24%. Uh, I'll call it a value line operating margin because they take out depreciation below the line. But uh, I've got a seven multiple on EBITDA, which means if I bought the whole company, I'd earn about a 14% return on that cash. Uh, the company does have a buck fifty a share in cash right now on a seven fifty stock price, so that's kind of a six-buck net number. They have a good history of returns on capital in you know in the recent years in the teens up from the high single digits, which says they've been doing something smart. Their incremental return on incremental capital has I'm not going to do the math here, but if recent capital is uh, oops, actually they've been <laughs> shrinking, so they've been shutting down bad return businesses, and, and it's nice to see management team doing that. Officers and directors own seven percent of the stock. Dodge and Cox twenty percent. BlackRock seven. You know, some meaningful positions by serious investors in here. Um, their operating margin tells you they do have something proprietary, which is that they s develop software products um, and they provide services to programmers and analysts, which means with a rising operating margin, uh, they're doing something smart. They're gaining share. They're adding productivity because these are hard-nosed negotiators in these meetings. If their products are being sold, they're doing something really great that other people can't do. Uh, and it looks like they're licensing as 20% of revenues. That's got to be patents that they own on stuff or what have you. Maintenance is 44%. That's a terrific annuity. And so the revenue stream here looks pretty good. Growth value line says is going to be 10%. I like that. So I'm looking at a 14% cash on cash, 10% you know, return and from growth. That's a low 20s return. CompuWare, ticker CPWR. Uh, next up, Fair Isaac, ticker FICO, FICO, they invented the FICO score, page 2587. I've talked about this before. You can uh, look it up on our site somewhere. 
Um, these are the guys that invented. Well, that's the, a lot of help. The systems. I'm tight on time. Um, <laughs> these are the people that invented the systems that are going to prevent companies from losing money due to bad credit. So, uh, oops, right? They made a lot of mistakes, and their stock went from 41 to to nine. Um, <laughs> and we liked it at that price. I'll say I did because I thought they had brand. They had a lot of smart people that were going to take the information. I think I recommended it at nine. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Uh, a lot of smart people that are fixing the, the, the models. They still have the best model. They still have the brand. It's seven times EBITDA. Uh, they are 49% debt to cap, which is more than I like. Uh, they have an interest rate that's higher than I like. It looks like from the just the arithmetic here, they're paying maybe 7% for the, for the debt. Their returns on capital have gone from, you know, mid-teens to five because, uh, you know, basically they've lost a lot of customers. They were wrong big time. But their margin has stayed the same in the mid-20s. I think they can build this back up. Their share will be down probably. Obviously, they're easy to sell against right now. But, um, you know, the market's going to grow, and they're going to have a share in that over time. They have some new products that relate to being able to improve the revenue per customer of their clients based on using their knowledge to do more than just credit and also do a sort of revenue opportunity. And they're selling that to Best Buy. Best Buy is a bunch of smart people. What? And so uh, Best Buy is going to use the Fair Isaac systems in trying to figure out how to build uh, some of their uh, revenue improvement strategies with you know their big customers. Their balance sheet's great. So Fair Isaac, F I C L. What? Read it. Read up on it. Okay. Uh, next final, and I don't need much time on this. Microsoft M S F T page twenty five ninety seven. We've both talked about this at various times. The bottom line on Microsoft is you got to have respect for a company that basically put personal computers in in the masses' hands and allowed everyone to get more productive. And then they took nothing but grief for that for years, as if a monopoly in something they invented should be a bad thing. Um, they've sort of successfully fought a bunch of that stuff off. And the reason I say successfully is because their margin's still 40% and their return on capital is still 40%. And they have you know, enough cash to buy Ecuador with about $36 billion. So, And you know, I think Ecuador's for sale right uh, now. Yeah, Windows 7 is coming along okay. They've got this whole Bing thing going to offset Google Docs. They're going to have a big share of everything. And they're about... About uh, eight, nine times EBITDA right now, which is more than I like to pay, but you're buying it with the knowledge that Windows 7 is working, and the stock is off 17 to 29. We have been recommending this for a while, but I'd say still own it. Obviously, everything's great here with the release of Windows 7, which I own, so I'm here to say if you own Vista and hate it, Windows 7 is much better, and it's a very smooth look and feel. We're running out of time. My favorite this week is going to have to be uh, Fair Isaac, ticker uh, FICO. And favorite for me would be, oh, I'm running out of time. You gotta, you Into it. Go. I'm going to go with, no, I'm going to go with Mantech. Okay, M-A-N-T. Mantech. Bye, everyone. Okay, great. All right. So, yeah, radio show over. over. This value guy's a little more relaxed. Whew. A little more. Oh, we don't have to talk quite so fast. Okay, let's uh, let's take a look you at the first of going? these emails. Well, I, you know, I want to respect the listener here. Well, they can oh, turn yeah. us off any time, man. I don't think we're Cheers. making them listen. Hombre. Okay. This brings us, uh, just our uh, our podcast listeners, to a once and perhaps only uh, <laughs> Well, we're going to need a supply show. of emails. We do. I get a lot of emails, and I try to respond to them. In fact, somebody emailed me recently. I don't know if I'm using one of theirs, but... 
I responded to them like within a day. That's yeah. what I try to do. It's not like we get hundreds. Right. Know? And somebody said, uh, wow, you must not have very many listeners if you responded to me. I'm just like, what? <laughs> you know, we're dedicated to this, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, why why did they huh? send it? Why do they send it in the first? Place? I don't know. I get a, I get about ten a day. So just so people know, and that's not too many. I don't uh, you know write a lot back. But in any case, so I picked three at random this week, and I think they're at from last random? week. random? Well, they were the last three that came in. Oh, oh, okay. I printed these actually last week. I thought so. you chose them based on content. No. No, I just why actually, would you do that? At the moment in time when I thought of this, I just printed the three that were there. I said, okay. I'll do three, and I picked them. And, uh, and, and there's a lot more since because this is from last week because we were going to do this, and then we didn't end up doing it. Because. Is that question in there about Fama, the, the official right, frontier? Just, let me just say here. I, I don't think so. <laughs> you could, no. We don't no, have that one I guess not. Okay. Um, okay. First up, we have a, a an email, and you can send us email, and we respond to it. Um, this one is from a gentleman named Richard Goodnow, and he said, how about, well, first, he, he rated us. Is it okay to give out his name? I don't know if he doesn't. He, I don't know. Jeez, <laughs> sorry, Richard. <laughs> Hope that's okay with you, I'm Richard. I'm sorry, Richard. Good now. I will not give out his uh, personal email information. That's okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, All I right. think his. Why don't we just use the first names? Okay, and then the first initial. Oh, so Richard. Fine. Richard look, he'll be the G. Richard G. And, and he'll and know Richard, who he he'll is. Be, and Richard. Good now, since we've already given his name, will be the only person ever <laughs> on this show to have his full name. Illegally given out of his, the his, yeah, his okay. real full name. I could have just made that name. Well, my Why full would name I be giving out real used. names? No, what? but I am. No, but, I mean, no, he's the only one. I... There are other people who have had their full names used. It wasn't their real full name, though. Like Tony Banks? Yeah, or, hey, or, or Val Hughes. True. That's true. very true. Okay. okay, so let's get back to this. By now, people have way better things to do than this. I'm quite sure. I certainly do. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, it's so like acapella <laughs> snoring. I don't know. Uh, well, should I give out the ratings he gave us? Sure. Okay. What do you, what I do you have, give us? This is if you go to do our survey. To yeah. The survey. Yeah, so, actually, get? this Come wasn't on. just the email. I picked the people who did surveys. Oh, all right. Not just the email okay. people. Honestly, the surveys. All right. There's another level of. Well, no. Some people have. Here. There's a survey. It's okay. on the top right of our website, www.thebetterhelp.com. Anyway, let's get to the questions. I'm try- do you have somewhere to be? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. Well, well answered. <laughs> All right. So uh, there's to... ratings, www.thevalueguys.com. So this gentleman, Mr. Richard G., uh, he rated us number one on ideas. So he likes the ideas that we give. Okay. Evidently. I mean, who can explain that? Uh, next up, at uh, number two. I'd also notice that I notice because I get a lot yeah. of these. I have hundreds of these from yeah. we've been doing this for years. Have you seen the news about Value Line? I'm talking about something. Okay. So can, maybe we could talk about that later. All right. But I've been doing this for a long time, and people get mixed up whether the order is one to five or five to one. Yes, of course. So I often don't know if a lot. Some of our ratings are just were the worst on everything, or the best. The best. I don't know. Intent, intent is hard to measure. I suspect it's the worst. <laughs> Was there were there any hanging chads? Not I can't say. But I'm sorry. So value line. Uh huh. We're boring everyone to death by this. Point. They they they're they, off. It's they, off. We're just talking they to settled, ourselves. They settled apparently settled long time litigation with the government about 
some kind of fraudulent behavior by their money management unit? $43 million. You know why they're going to survive? They had reserved 48. No comment, Vern. But apparently, I know nothing. Oh, about I just, it's that. in the news. It's a matter of public record. I, wow. Value line? Value line. Controversial. I never would wow. have dreamed of value line. I used to call line. on them as a sell side guy, and they all seem like such nice people. Anyway. You know, hang in there, value line analysts. Uh, hopefully everything's Yeah, we like okay. your stuff, man. Uh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Should we get back to this, Richard that, G? Yeah, Richard G. So he rates us one on ideas, great ideas, which we're really just, you know, using value line as a menu. So congratulations, value line, <coughs> I guess. And then next up, banter, two, which I think means two out of, uh, I don't I think it's two out of five. Like two, only two stars out of five stars is no. Would it would be, the be best. four stars then. One would be the best. Five one is the, the best. Worst. One is the best. Okay. He gave us a two on two banter, for banter, which I'd give us five. I'd give us four. Uh, well, I, I'm shocked I'm not, that's that not we're the, anything that's, but a that's five. That's my least favorite part of the show. Actually, you I need, like just talking about the stocks. But look, just a little bit of adjustment here or there. Apparently, we could be a one. Well, this is just one guy. Okay. Maybe most of these people Richard do G. not like the banter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then three on comedy. Three on That's comedy. middle. So he really means five. He does. On that one. He's and you trying know what? Not to hurt that's our your feelings. fault, Burn. I just want to say that's completely your fault. Okay. Next up. <laughs> I can say it. I'm just kidding. Me. I'm kidding around. It's yeah. my fault. It's my fault. Then. <laughs> All right. Next up, yeah, we have a comment up. by Joe B. Joe B. Joe B. Joe B. You know what? I gave their guy these names at the front of the show. Did you? Yeah. So okay. Well, don't Joe do it Greco. anymore. Oops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he writes, "Oh, I forgot to give the question that uh, Richard G had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you forgot what we were even doing here. If you stick with the show more, more and we keep having these adult beverages, the show really degrades into something you're going to eventually just want to turn. You're on. right. This ban- <laughs> this whole banter know, thing sucks. I know. It's uh... <laughs> okay. So." What was his question, Mr. Richard G? I forgot. All right, here's what it is. How about a monthly performance update Yeah. on recent picks? On recent picks. Yeah, how how recent? That? How many picks? I've read the entire question, Burn. Okay. So oh, oh there, there are no answers to more questions. That's his question. His question. Okay. He's listened to uh, Why not a, lot of shows. a monthly performance Why update not on recent a monthly, picks? No, he says, how about... How about a monthly performance okay. update? All right. How about? How about it? Yeah. Well, number it. one, it would exceed our work standard. Right. For the value That's really raising show. the bar on yeah, the value that, that would require more than the, oh, you know, hour and a half a week that we're putting into this now. I will say, well, that's how much you put in. I obviously do put a lot more in during yeah. the production. But I will say, here's what I here's what Val does. To address Mr. Uh, Good, uh, Richard G's question, is if you go to thevalueguys.com, there's a button that says Val's best picks, and they're in a Yahoo <coughs> spreadsheet or Yahoo, you know, finance sheet. <clears throat> I've got original prices and dates, and I just my deal is every few weeks one of my favorites of the week is my top pick, and I buy twenty thousand dollars worth of it, and I put that on the site. And I'll just say that may or may not be real money, and it may or may not just be for entertainment purposes only. Just assume that this is all just for entertainment, 
and I'm trying to make this funny about a guy that buys stocks. But I do that, and I put it up on the site, and I haven't sold any of them. I did sell one. I made a note of that. But anyway, you can track it on there and do the calculation yourself. So that's Mr. Richard G. Next up, Joe B. What do you got there, Vern? Hmm? That's going to make a lot of static on the Snack show. food. Okay, we're really turning people off now. Joe B. says, <laughs> his first comment is, have another drink. So, thank you, Joe B. We will. Okay. And then, he has a somewhat more serious comment. Inject some comments about the technicals if they are significant for the stock. So, I want to go back and do that on mine right now for Mr. Joe B. Uh, and I know this is after hours. I don't want to take a lot of additional time. I'm going to go in page number order. Page 2584, CompuWare. Technicals, good. <laughs> no, come on. Let's be serious. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Microsoft, page 2597. This stock's been going up, and I think technicals, that's good. So that's good. Fair Isaac. Uh, I'll be a little more serious on this because they've had a little bit of a pullback. I can draw a few lines here that tell me different things. So if I draw a down line, uh, you know, frankly, I have no idea what I'm talking about. That's one's good, too. So I guess my point would be I have no idea really much about the technicals, so I'm sorry. But up is good, and these are all up. I would like to hear from a technician. If what you were his ratings? In. What were his ratings? Oh, his ratings? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I respect I'd give you a, I would give you a four and a half on the comedy content. as a summary yeah. on what investors are thinking, honest to God, I would. But I don't know how to read this period. And we've had this trouble, and I don't try to. So that's my, you know, I'm a fundamental investor. But when you have uh, value guys. pullbacks, and what I do is I track expected return based on my target price, pullbacks for me mean it's more attractive because the expected return just went up. I do have to revisit my expected value, but if I look at a business and nothing has changed, um, I'm really more evident to think there's fear involved versus if there's fundamentals changing, uh, then I see that something fundamental has changed. And so technicals, I like technicals just to have someone tell me about them, but I don't know what the difference is between, you know, rumor and truth through technicals. I just know something's up, and there's a lot of tools on Google now, Google Trends and things where you can sort of Google up what people are thinking and value think, investing yeah. is based on fundamentals. Fundamentals, yeah. And so technicals are not a core element of value. Not a investing. core, not at all. I mean, not even a not. So, but uh, let me see what he rated us because I don't. I mean, yeah. I respect I respect these guys, but I don't I don't get what the you know I don't know how to do that. What were his uh, he gave us a two on ideas. Okay. A one on banter and a one on comedy. Hey, uh -oh. now wow. you're talking. Yeah, but. Uh, so I don't mean to really – I mean, I do respect the technicals, and there are tech, technicians who have an amazing record who can read this like psychologists read the market, and I respect that, but I don't know how to do that. So write in and tell me how to do it. There was I'll another – wasn't there a third okay, one? One more. Okay, yeah. so a third one. Do you want to do this one, Vern? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm having all the fun over here. Huh? Let me give you a fresh one. Here you go. Oh, yeah, these. Yeah. I haven't um, looked at this, uh, the question. So. Okay, this one is from uh, – 
Wow, this is really small writing. Yeah. You have your glasses right over there. If you wanted to pop those on. Yeah, but I'm not... Uh, why can't I find... The name? Oh, it's Dan. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't... Yeah. I saw that... Anyway, Dan C. C. Boy, I... Does his name rhyme with anything? No, I don't want to go... Let's just leave it alone, okay? Dan C. rates us a one on ideas. Okay? We love you too, yeah. Dan. He votes... He says a one on banter. Well, he, that's changing. That's going down right One on banter moment. and two on comedy. That's your doing, Vern. Congratulations. What do you mean that's my doing? <laughs> I'm in charge of banter. You've been, I mean, your comedy skit I have no about idea. the, uh, remember, comedy, I've already my, forgotten what it was about. about the call-ins from Car Talk. <laughs> no, no. What were you doing before? What? Oh, never mind. I don't know anyway. what you're talking about. Um, and so he says, I think some more teaching in value analytics would be cool. And then he goes on to, you know, fragment, but I get the meaning. Reasoning and significance behind the calculation derived. Boy, I hmm. like the way that mind works, just the way he structured that sentence. Well, those are good questions. Behind the calculation derived. So I thought some more teaching in, in value analytics would be a great element of the show. So, Dan, would you please put together a presentation on... What? Well, I'm not doing any more work. Well, here's what I'll say to the, uh, the listeners. Right now, I'm doing a lot of travel. I'm not happy about it, but I'm doing it. And I'm commit- mildly happy about but it. But we, we talk about the value analytics. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on... We have a friend in Sweden named Andre. So maybe he's listening. Finland. And he wants to do this... Uh, is it Finland? Finland. I keep forgetting where he's Yeah, from. Finland. Finland. Thank you. I talked to him one day, and he said, I'm not from Sweden, I'm from Finland. So thank you. So Finland, okay. which I... Now I two people have told you. I, I know. So uh, he has a whole group uh, you know, of value investors, of students, and um, I started to get into trying to work up a presentation for him. You know, you and I are working yeah, on this, supposedly. Right. And so, but it, when you started getting into it, it starts to be, to do a good job, it takes a long time. But we are working on some materials that we can present perhaps on our site, perhaps in a show, what have you, to students of value investing. And we didn't invent value investing, so I would never take credit for any of that. It's going to the teachings of the, uh, the, the, the practitioners over time and the developers of value investing as a discipline that we would introduce to, uh, to listeners of the show, and that's for a later date. So that's a great idea. We're working on it. Yeah, okay. So thanks for asking, uh, Dan C. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking maybe next week. You could cull through this, you know, massive volume of email you've been getting. It's not massive. It's and ten a day. Not, no offense, guys, but you know, maybe there would be even better questions These if you questions. didn't use your what? random selection method. Well, there's it's there, not random. I take the last three. Oh, what's okay. random about that? I do the same thing every time. This one time, and now from now on, I don't have time to look through these. You know, what am I going to tell you? Yeah, okay. I could forward all of them to Fine. you. And then why don't you, you do that? Why don't choose. you just yeah, do why that? why don't I do that? Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll see you next week, folks. Bye, everyone. Thanks for uh, Whew. listening. Are, are we done now? I probably hope oh, so. Oh, God, I, 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 it's a too bad.